Welcome to Inside Iowa, heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations. On the Inside Iowa show today, I'd like to introduce to you a couple of real fun ladies that we've decided we need to hang out more often. (laughs) Please welcome to the show Marcy Shrum and Tiffany Vanzani. I said it right, right? You did oh my say gosh, it right. that's one of my that's like almost a rock star name, right? <laughs> well thank you. I mean I know I'll Van Zan is, but Tiffany Van Zani. <laughs> Up in lights. Don't you think Marcy? I can see it. I, I can, can see, see it, it now. <laughs> was an actress once. What? <laughs> one point in a past life. Really? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Do we have Just time? Local. Yeah, local. Yeah, well, local, a local is theater good. is so important. Absolutely. Right. Okay, well we'll save that for another show. But Sounds great. Now I'm intrigued. <laughs> Very intrigued. Well, both of them are with the Eating Disorder Coalition of Iowa, and uh, we have come to find out, chit-chatting before we turn the mics on, that people just still don't kind of get it, do they? Not all the time, no. Nope. It still can be a problem for people to understand what it's like to have an eating disorder or to recover from an eating disorder, but it is possible. Now, one thing we've learned is that we have a lot of education that we need to get out there in people's minds. You guys, like for instance, how many years have you been with the EDCI? Um, I've been volunteering with the Eating Disorder Coalition since 2011, um, and uh, so yeah, it's been it's we're going on our tenth year as a as an organization. So, however, if I was reading on your website right, mm-hmm. there I mean, when we're talking eating disorders, people actually lose their lives. Yes, yes, people lose their lives to eating disorders. It has the highest mortality rate of any mental health or mental illness um, because of the both physical and uh, mental challenges that go along with having an eating disorder. And so. we've also learned that here in Iowa, we need to do a lot more to help folks, don't we? Yep, yep. We don't have quite enough treatment options available and uh, or providers or in, in all aspects of it, medical as well as uh, mental health providers that are adequately trained, which is one of the goals of and why we bring professionals to Iowa several times a year to train the providers. Just to, so. to make sure that they... Mm-hmm. To offer that training so that people can come and they can learn about best practice. They can learn about what to look for. And so that when they say they treat eating disorders, they actually know what they're looking for and how to do it. Right. So I know both you ladies have some stories to tell us because we are talking to two individuals here who have suffered from eating disorders in their mm-hmm. life. Tiffany, what brought you to EDCI? Is it because of your experience or how did you find out about them? Yep, that is absolutely how I found out about EDCI. I was asked to co-lead an event in Pella, um, an outreach event, and uh, another gal and myself uh, led the event for EDCI, and at that point I was asked to be on the board, but it was because of my prior experience with an eating disorder that led me to EDCI. Are you talking back when you were little? Did, is this something that developed as you you know, started to go through puberty? I mean, yes. I, know, I know there's children as young as eight that could have a problem, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So my eating disorder started when I was, say, 13 or 14, um, and I struggled for about 15 years before I really got help. Wow. And you grew up in what area? Uh, I grew up in Pella. In Pella. Yep, okay. So native Iowa? Uh, <laughs> native Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? What happened? What, you know, did you wonder what was happening? Did you... I don't really think I even thought it was an issue probably until I got to college. Um, I kind of just started kind of dappling in it. Uh, some friends of my, some friends and I had heard about eating disorders uh, through school, actually, and we started restricting. And actually, two of those girls, there was maybe 10, 15 of us, two of us developed life-threatening eating disorders out of it. And then um, I really just kind of messed with it on and off. And then when I got to college, it became very, very serious. And I think that was the first time that I realized that this is something that that can kill me. And this is something that I was, I was 
finding other things to deal with the problem. I was cutting, I had a suicide attempt and just there was so much pain on the inside. I had absolutely no idea how big of an issue it actually was. So now I know I have a few years on you, Marcy, but you (laughs) have a few years on Tiffany. Was it different for you? Uh, no, actually, it wasn't that all that different. So I, too, developed the eating disorder um, during more around 11, 12, um, but always really neg- didn't ever have a very positive feeling about my body, how it looked. I always I remember a lot of um, the women in my life were either on diets or um, didn't weren't really happy. They were always trying to change their body somehow. And I, I remember that. And so um, I sort of learned that there was something wrong with my body from that process and needed to, as I went through puberty and didn't like that how I was developing, I started to want to change that. So I just joined in on the diet, the exercise, um, restricting. And then um, I learned how to purge. And that was probably Mm -hmm. the downfall for me um, that became the most kind of life-threatening later in my life. So um, but yeah, that was all through high school, junior high, high school. And no one knew about it until I went to college and then um, when I went to college, I had um, some people that were concerned about me in the dorm who um, told my RA, and then they went to student counseling services, uh-huh. and that sort of opened my eyes to it being a problem um, because I just had thought it was normal up to that point. Everybody wow. did it. Wow. <laughs> so, and even what about your moms? Did it, you just hit it? So yeah, there was just no real. There was no nobody talked about eating disorders. Um, Unless you looked a certain way, which um, I mean, I do remember I had some a principal who kept who would comment on he saw me running and then how I'd lost so much weight. But there was never any we're concerned about you. It was more about how did you do it? Mm-hmm. How are you doing that? Like right. people were giving me compliments Envious. for yeah, mm-hmm. like compliments for losing weight. Um, and, you know, of course, I lied because I didn't know. I right. mean, I didn't I didn't. I mean, if I said, well, I just don't eat or I don't eat right. as long as I can. And then I right. eat a whole bunch at night because I'm starving and then I and then I throw, throw up. up. Yeah. So in other words, none of your business. Um, <laughs> <laughs> purging, you threw that word out, Marcy. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, OK, so when we talk about eating disorders, ladies, I mean, so there's bulimia, mm-hmm. there's anorexia, and yeah. I'm sure there's more than I even know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Binge eating disorder. And there's um, avoidant restrictive food intake disorder, which those are both new to the DSM-5 this year. All right, which goes to show you that at least somebody is doing something. There is some research going on, yes. We're finally kind of looking at um, how it's, you know, using food as coping and the shame that's associated with um, binge eating. So, and how that's binge eating disorder is is probably it's actually the most the most common eating disorder. Um, but you don't hear about that. Is you that don't what hear, you think you yeah. um, No, I was definitely bulimic, um, oh, but okay, I do know. So binge eating disorder is kind of the one that people don't talk about right. as much. And so we are um, we're actually bringing in a speaker in February, a nationally known speaker who's written a book, and that's what she short- struggled with. So that we can really kind of reach some of the people who maybe don't think they have an eating disorder, but more on the binge eating side. Interesting. And so what if you if I may ask, sure. Marcy, so were you anorexic? Oh, I kind of spanned the whole everything. Um, At different parts, I was anorexic. Um, At different times, um, I was diagnosed with bulimia. At different times, there's a eating disorder not otherwise specified was another one, which kind of is everything in there, Um, you know, kind of based on at different times, the the criteria is different. So um, if you 
sometimes weight used to be a really big criteria in order to get treatment. Now it's it's less so. But um, so my weight would go up and then it would go down. And, right. Um, but the the main thing with bulimia that people don't realize is how dangerous it is. Is you can um, develop hypokalemia, which is where your potassium level drops so low that you could have you're at risk for heart arrhythmias, which can which you can die right, from. Right, and right. I that was at the place that I was when I went to treatment. I mean, I went to treatment wow. not thinking that I was that I was even I literally I just went there to like get my family off my case and um, kind of didn't realize all the damage you were doing to your body. No. And even after they were sending me back and forth from the hospital, I still didn't believe it and didn't think I had a problem and just thought you all just want to like make me fat. And was that was it was that the way it was with you? You just you just didn't like your body image. Um, Yeah, I think that was definitely part of it. I think for me, it was more of a control thing. I think I felt like it was something that I could food was something I could control. Mm. And so um, I wasn't necessarily happy with my body image, but it wasn't quite as big of a deal. Um, What's interesting is that I actually walked into inpatient treatment and walked out of inpatient treatment at the exact same weight. So even though I was doing all this damage to my body and they actually found that I had given myself a heart disorder while I was in treatment, um, which was kind of the wake up call to me because I felt like I looked in the mirror and I looked normal, so to say. And so it was the wake up call to me of like, hey, I am doing damage to my body underneath all of this. Right. Right, and I and I do love my life. Right, you guys are both so beautiful. It's so different how we look at you. You know, like I look at you, and how you look at yourself, and how we all. You know, like even when people mm-hmm. look at me and the things that I, yeah. I hate having my picture taken. I mean, I'm, I'm hideous, but you know, but you know, you know how you feel. Absolutely people not. always look at you differently than you look at yourself, and I because I look at you both, and I just see beauty and perfection. Well, so I'm- I. On that note, we have I have three young girls, and I was scared to death to have girls because there is a genetic component component to sure. eating disorders, and so I was scared to death that my girls would have to go through mm. what I went through. And um, my one of my six year olds came home. We were actually on vacation, and she told me that she was fat and she didn't like herself. And that's something given my history that we don't talk about in our house. And so mm. I was floored. Um, but just and like you were saying, like how I see them and mm. how beautiful they are, and they're and already at six years old, she's already hearing these things and seeing these things that it's being ingrained to her. Right, right. I, I just love your stories. I wish we could keep talking about it, but we do have an event yeah. that we're, we're that <clears throat> we have coming up on, we, that you guys have coming up on August 29th, correct? What night of the week is that? That is a Thursday okay. evening. Okay, and it is uh, about empowering EDCI. Absolutely. So we are having an event called Empowering EDCI, and we are going to have a theme for the evening. It's an evening in the tropics. We are actually asking people to come in tropical attire if they would like to, but they don't have to. Um, And we're also going to have entertainment for the evening, which is the local steel drum band, Tropical Steel. And so it's going to be an evening of fun and food and tropical drink and really just getting to know other people and networking and just learning about EDCI and what we do. What we really hope to do is just bring people in who don't know about the Eating Disorder Coalition of Iowa, and that we can learn some things together and that we can invest in what we believe will be an Iowa that is free of eating disorders. August 29th, it is a Thursday, it's mm-hmm. six to nine, there's hors d'oeuvres, there's a cash bar, there's a live auction. Where's that gonna be at, Marcy? That is at, it's at West End Salvage, which is downtown. It's a great place um, to have a fun event like this. And, you know, we can do a lot more um, education, prevention and training um, if we have the funds to do so. So we are really hoping to be able to continue to do what we do. Um, Because at this point in time, we are all volunteer and we all are 
working really hard to make sure that we train people throughout the state of Iowa, that we um, are a resource to people who are struggling with eating disorders, because we know that healing is possible. We know that prevention is possible by just raising awareness um, of what they are, what they're not, and how we can combat diet culture altogether um, to kind of help people learn to accept their bodies, feel good in their bodies, move their bodies in fun ways so that they do not you know, hate their bodies. So it's, tw- it's 2019. We're learning to love each other the way yeah. we are. Yes. And we need to keep doing that. And we that. need to keep doing that. So this sounds like a really fun evening because it sounds like laid back, um, just get oh, to yeah. know. So if we're talking, you guys, to some folks out there, guys and gals, and that's another for another show, we want to talk about eating disorders are probably Absolutely. primary women, but I'm guessing men Absolutely. still. Okay. Actually, men are, the rate of men and eating disorders is going up, going up exponentially. Okay. All right. So, okay. Thursday, August 29th. So there are tickets. You can get them in advance, but can you get tickets that night of, or do you get them all in advance? Oh, show up. Okay. We will We will let get you, you come. <laughs> come on Buy in. Buy the tickets there. We'll let you come in. We really, um, we just want to get people there and make a difference. Okay. So the website, edciowa.org. So edciiowa. Only there's only one I in one there. I, yep. One I. ADC yep. Iowa. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. That's, that's, the, that's the best way to get to our RSVP page is basically just to go to our website and it's right there on the front. And we are always welcome to, um, or we are always willing to answer questions as well. So if you have any questions about what EDCI does or who we are, um, we are receiving emails every day from people who are reaching out as we just want to be a resource across the state of Iowa and just not here in Des Moines as well. I think that's a good way to wrap up. When we're we're talking to some folks today that maybe did not realize that you were there, that they can get help from you. So tell them now, between now and our event coming up August 29th, what what they need to do to get a hold of you then. Just go to the website, phone number. Yep, go to the website, edciowa.org. There's links to um, resources. There's links to an email link to just send an email to us and we will respond and answer those questions. We also have other events listed on there that we have coming up. So feel free to check out the website and learn more about what we do. Excellent. Our guests today have been Tiffany Van Zanti and Marcy Shrum. They are with the Eating Disorder Coalition of Iowa. I hope the event is a huge success and then we're going to come back next time you come back in here. Yeah. We're going to talk about insurance stuff. Sure. Because that's another big old headache, isn't it? It sure is. (laughs) Thanks for coming in, ladies. Thank you for having us, Kim. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Inside Iowa. Heard on this and all Cumulus Des Moines stations.